This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560 on this fine Thanksgiving week. We'll get things fired off today. Several things I want to get to here in just a moment. Before that, though, the question of the day, Friday's answer. Which James Bond movie was the first for Pierce Bronson as 007? Andy knew it right away. I did not because I'm, I'm not a movie buff like Andy is. Goldeneye. Goldeneye is the answer. Today's impossible question. This one I may have gotten fairly close. I know the answer because it's in front of me, but I would have probably been off some percentage. And hint is it's much higher than people think. Approximately what percent of the Earth's water, all of our water on Earth, how much of it is in the oceans? And I'll just give you a tip. It's much higher than most people would ever imagine. So approximately what percentage, and don't look this up, what percentage of the Earth's water is in our oceans, meaning it's salty. It's in, Depending upon the ocean, there's different percentages of salt, and I understand all of that. But in this case, the majority of our water, this is the number they're looking for, what percentage is in the oceans. So, all right, several things. We'll get things fired off. I, I will not make too many comments on this because I still think there's a lot of details that need to to come out, and that's the Colorado Springs shooting that happened uh, Saturday night into Sunday morning at the, I think it was called Club Q, and I have not followed that very closely, again, mainly because of Charlie's advice over the years has always been let the dust settle, find out exactly what's happened. There's lots of folks, of course, that have come out, and I know the individual that did that has been charged with a hate crime, but folks, let me tell you, there is a lot of details that we do not know about at this point. We have no idea the motives what was happening, what was going on, what, you know, were these people there that he knew? Uh, folks, we don't know. And, and, and unless, until we do, there's all sorts of speculation on what went on there. And as with all other stories we've ever had in the past, uh, I, I just don't comment on those things until we get more details. And in this case, we may not know those for a week or more. So don't know what the motivation was or anything else. It's always a tragedy when someone's life is lost. I don't care what side of the aisle or where they come from politically, morally, what have you. It's, it's never a good situation. And yes, our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to those families affected by that period. I don't, again, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Uh, that's, that's my viewpoint anyways. But again, I won't make any other comments on that until we know exactly some of the details uh, coming out of that, you know, motivations of and so on. But anyways, um, Charlie reminded me. And I brought my little card with me. So we were just talking about national parks before we came on. You didn't hear that because we were talking 
off air. But in light of that, I brought my little card that actually came in the mail. And I don't keep all mail, so this one I did. This happened to come from the, uh, I guess, the Division of Wildlife, I used to call it, but it's now Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And this is a reminder, by the way, and I'm going to tell you not to, but this is a reminder to stay opted in on your $29 automatic car registration renewal that will start January 1 of next year. So we're only about, what, 40-ish days or so away from that happening. Today is the 21st. Do the math. We're about 40 days away, roughly. I think it's exactly 40 days away now that it's the 21st. 30 days this month. December, you get the drift. So you will automatically, I want to make sure that I'm clear on this for everybody listening. So when you go to re-register your vehicle or register for a new car in 2023, you will automatically be opted in for a $29 park pass on every single vehicle you own, period. You will have to manually opt out of paying the $29 fee in your renewal. If you don't, you will be opted in. You will have a park pass associated with that particular vehicle, and it costs you $29. Now, their selling point is if you just went and bought a regular park pass, it's about $85. So they're going to tell you that you're saving money, helping keeping wildlife in check, blah, 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 blah. I can go through the bullet points here. It supports your state park. 60% of the pass supports the state park system, search and rescue teams, avalanche safety programs, wildlife conservation efforts, and local accessible outdoor opportunities, all of which they can do on their own. Sorry. Yeah, Charlie, good question. Where's the other 40% go? Probably to overhead would be my guess. So only 60% of that $29 goes to that. So I would rather just make a straight donation to Colorado Parks and Wildlife or go buy a fishing license you'll never use or a hunting license you'll never use or whatever the case may be because then you know exactly what's happening. But I wanted to make sure a lot of you have called in over the past several months. This came out. This was passed a year plus ago. This will now be a part of your annual registration here in the state of Colorado. And it's an automatic opt-in, not an automatic opt-out that you check the box to opt-in on as you check out online to get your registration or even if you're in front of the DMV or the county clerk. So, just a reminder, unless you want this park pass, you have to uncheck the automatic opt-in, or you have to tell the clerk and recorder, I don't want that. Now, will clerk and recorders and DMV folks ask this? I don't know. We haven't gotten there yet. I'm sure some of you will let me know as soon as we get into the first of the year, and I will, because we, we will renew vehicles. We do monthly in my fleet, so I will know on some of this. But think of some of you folks out there that have more than one vehicle and how this $29 can add up really, 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 really fast. Some folks that only have one vehicle, and if you want your park pass, it's a savings. Do the $29. That's my advice. If you have multiple vehicles, even if you want a park pass, pick the one you want to have as a park pass. Opt out of the others. No reason to have every one of the vehicles in your your family fleet registered for a park pass. Okay? So you can do the math on this, figure out exactly what vehicles you want to have in the park pass system and so on and save money, get your $29 and do it that way. If you'd like, that's completely up to you. Here's what's going to happen. And we've talked about this before. The majority of people 
A, don't have this card in front of them like I got in the mail. B, will not know what this is for. They'll just see 29 bucks on there, and they'll just opt in automatically. They, they will not opt out. It'll just be the way things are. So this is just a reminder. I think Craig from Wheat Ridge always you know, continues to tell me, John, got to remind people. John, got to remind people. I think even Dan and Blackhawk, same thing. Got to remind people. Got to remind people. Here I am doing it. This will replay again between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. So this is your friendly PSA reminder that as of, this, as of January 1st, 2023, you will have to opt out. Charlie says, I predict that at the beginning of the, that the park system will be overwhelmed. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Charlie's exactly right. They'll go at the beginning and we'll go after that. That's exactly right. So, anyway, I just this came in the mail. It was a reminder to me. I'm holding it up. You guys all can't see this. I don't know why I'm holding it up. But this was a reminder. Uh, that's coming. So, anyways, I want to make sure that I told you all that and reminded you. I will do that again. I'm going to keep this handy here in my, on my desk here at the station. I will do this again. I'll even remind people on Drive Radio and the other shows that I've got about this as well. Because I want to make it. Here's the last thing I, I, I don't want to have happen. Somebody calling in in January. What's this $29 fee for that I got charged I didn't know about? Because you know that's going to happen. So I'm trying my best to advise everyone. You advise everyone you know. And collectively, we will effectively shut this thing down. Because I I don't agree with this. This is not the way you raise money for parks and rec and do the things that are wildlife in Colorado. Which, by the way, I'm in favor of. I I love wildlife. You guys all know me. I love being outside. I love our our outdoors. I, I disagreed with even the consolidation years ago of the parks and the wild and, and you know, the Division of Fish and Wildlife. I, I was against that when that happened. Shouldn't have. A lot of outdoorsmen were on my side and didn't want to see it that way either. It's a com- combination of things now, which, frankly, it shouldn't be. Some things shouldn't be combined. This is one of them. I even know some folks on the inside of Division of Wildlife, and, and I'm sorry, that's what we've always, growing up here all my whole life, we always used to call it the Division of Wildlife. So when a officer would come to check your license or whatever, he was a divisional wildlife officer. Now I guess he's a, a a Colorado Parks and Wildlife officer. His name has been changed or her name has been changed. Their name has been changed. So anyways, just a reminder. Want everybody to understand that. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Golden Eagle Financial is coming up next. Al Smith, as we get into this end of the year planning, which a lot of you should be doing. And if you're not, I would highly recommend that you do. I have no idea how many slots Al has open in December, but it would be a good idea to call and find out exactly what slots he has open and if he has any more of his dinner specials coming up where you can sit, learn, and get fed at the same time. 303-744-1128 or find him at klzradio.com. Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. With stock market volatility and runaway inflation, your retirement plan probably needs some attention. Call my office and we can sit down and have a conversation to see if you're on track. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. It's pretty obvious from everything you see in the news and things that are going on that we are living in uncertain times with inflation and stock market volatility. To see how that may affect you and your plans for retirement, give my office a call and we can sit down and have a conversation. The number is 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. 
744-1128. Call Al Smith today or go to klzradio.com slash money. All right, folks, energy. Energy prices are going up. Uh, it doesn't look like really there's, there's really any end in sight for that. Uh, we'll talk more about some of that even through our program today, and we talk about it on a continual basis, by the way. But uh, if that's something that you want to change and you want to lock in your energy prices for the future, you can do that. Solar Energy Partners, Alan Davis, there's a new program that we just announced last week that has come out that will help you save even more money. Call Alan today, find out how that works. Now it applies to your situation, 303-378-7537. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. Folks, one of the things that you need to do, this is true on the solar end of things we just talked about a moment ago with Alan, is your roof has to be in tip-top shape. That's where Roof Savers of Colorado comes into play because before any of that would happen, you need to make sure that your roof is exactly the way it needs to be prior. That's where Dave Hart comes into play. He can do that, plus replace your roof if needed, but really, he wants to extend the life of 303-710-6916. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right. And our next guest, Tom Powell, we're waiting for if he does not show up. I'm still going to talk about our particular topic because it goes along with what we were just talking about a few minutes ago as far as energy prices and solar and all of that is concerned. And uh, Tom was going to basically, if he shows up, talk about 125 ways the Biden administration and Congress have made it harder to produce oil and gas. Looks like he may be calling us as we speak. So if Tom joins us, uh, we'll be in great shape. If not, again, I've got got uh, notes where we're going to talk about it no matter what. And yes, they have definitely made it harder for us to produce our own oil and gas. And it's just 
stupid. I have no other I have no other way to say it, folks. It's just stupid. We have so many resources, natural resources at hand, that it's just dumb for us not to be tapping into that and using them. So uh, we'll get to that here in just one moment. And you guys all know that. You, you know, you're a listening audience that you know knows exactly what we're going to be talking about. But Tom Powell joining us now. He's from the American Energy Alliance. Tom, welcome. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I was just mentioning a moment ago, 125 ways the Biden administration and Congress have made it harder to produce oil and gas. And being a state that I I know we're not number one, but we we produce our fair share of especially natural gas here in Colorado, Tom, and could do a lot more if if we had some folks that that were in charge, let's just say, uh, that would allow us to do so. Yeah. You know, who says government doesn't work hard? I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of settling of regulations and making it as difficult as possible to produce oil and gas here in this country when we've got the most of it underneath our lands and waters than anyone else in the world and we do it better than anyone else we in the do world and cleaner and and yet here we are with this administration and to your point a moment ago and i think it's something that as americans sometimes we we forget because we get fed so much uh, you know, so much mantra, Tom, that, you know, oil and gas and fossil fuels are evil and we shouldn't be using them. So there's so much of that's fed to us that we tend to get this this look, and, and we're all guilty of it, even I think conservatives are at times, to where we think that it's a you know dirty business and it's nasty and blah, blah, blah. Bottom line, to your point a moment ago, we do it better than any other country does. And we're sitting on, I don't think folks realize this, we're sitting on reserves, especially natural gas, Tom, that surpass most any other country in the world. That's absolutely right. And, and again, you know, it's, it's going to be produced and it's going to be used, so why not do it here, make enough for us, and export what we have in, in excess of to the rest of the world? Look at how much uh, relief we could provide for developing countries or Asia, Taiwan, and, of course, with the mess in Europe, um, you know, we could be providing them with a lot of their energy. Uh, but yet this administration would rather beg Saudi Arabia, yep. would rather restart talks with Venezuela, put in a Ra- Iran deal together in order to, to get more oil. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It doesn't. And especially when we look even, you know, geopolitically, Tom, and we look at the things that buying, this is the other thing, by the way, we don't talk enough about, I don't think, I know you guys do, but you look at those countries you just mentioned, and when we buy products from them and help prop up their own economies, and you look at the repercussions of doing that in a lot of cases, you know, we're just feeding our own enemies. It's just stupid, Tom. Yeah, it's, it's called petrodollars, right? And, and petrodictators. I mean, do you think that Vladimir Putin would have invaded Ukraine if nope. the Europeans weren't 40%? 40% dependent on Russia for their natural gas. On top and of that, Tom, and we, we've talked about this on my program many times, had we not had skyrocketing oil prices because of this administration, he probably wouldn't have done it either. Yeah, absolutely. We fed, absolutely. We fed him the money to go to war is what we did. Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, the Biden administration keeps saying they're working uh, hard to lower prices. They're not. I no, mean, they're not. They're making us less stable. They're draining our strategic reserve right. to get out of a political problem that they created. That's right, Tom. And it, being a, I'm a car guy by nature, so just you know, kind of, you kind of know my background, and I know the difference of blended fuel we have in this country. The you know, there's like 30 plus different blends we have. I can tell you right now that Biden and his administration, he himself with an executive order, 
could have lowered gas prices, still could, just with the stroke of a pen by going to maybe one of four different blends across the country. You know, you, you could do, you know, west, central, east. I mean, there's several ways to do that. We've done it before, by the way. And he literally could have lowered gas prices overnight by probably 50 cents a gallon. So this is not about lowering prices because he could have done that. Yeah, and he could have not done those 150, 125 things that he's done. That's right. Right? I mean, this is a message. We don't want you to do business here in America. That's right. And it's to me, it's also a message that we don't care about you, the little guy, because we're not going to do anything to lower the price of gas, diesel, which, by the way, also lowers the price that you pay for groceries and other amenities we use on a daily basis, Tom. So bottom line is, if anybody out there says this administration cares about the little guy, they're doing everything to show they don't. That's right. And, and this is going to be the most expensive Thanksgiving dinner we've had in our lifetimes. I got word today said. that turkeys, a 21-pound turkey is 75 bucks, Tom. Yeah. I mean, in the old days, that was a, that was a prime rib, not a turkey. Exactly. Uh, you know, and honestly, you're right. I mean, the, the, the people who can afford this, don't, they don't care. They're the ones who support a lot of this stuff. Right. The elites on the coast, the, the big city folks, you know, their constituents – but the people who can't, who have to choose between a meal or a utility bill or prescriptions, yep. those are the folks that are getting hammered by all these policies. In some cases, when they look at the price of turkeys I just mentioned, they may be doing something completely different this Thanksgiving, which, frankly, Tom, isn't the way it should be. They, they should be able to afford a turkey at Thanksgiving and be able to prepare that for their family and not have all of these other things you just mentioned that are you know that are basically pulling away from their paycheck. Yeah, and the and the really I hope that the the, the House of Representatives if it flips, I hope that they start putting a check on some of this and at least trying to stop some of the worst of it, but you know, this agenda, this administration has an agenda um, it's being driven a lot by these extremists in the environmental community. Correct. I don't see them stopping anytime soon. So we need to make our voices heard, be loud, and 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 you know get our members of Congress and and senators and state you know ha- House folks to push back uh, on all of this. Agree. And, and again, uh, Tom Pyle, he's with American Energy Alliance, president of Tom. I'm also one where if we, you know as we push back, even in our own communities, and we have conversations around you know. Thanksgiving dinner potentially and may have some folks coming to dinner that maybe are on that other side of the aisle for the, you know, quote unquote green energy, which that's a whole other topic because there's no such thing. You, you've got to have petro in the first place. You know, you have oil or you're not even going to create some of the energy they call alternative. So at the end of the day, we still have to have gas and oil. That's not going to end. But, Tom, what kind of real you know, for those folks who are going to sit around the table? You know, what are some real things they can share, not in a antagonistic, mean manner, but just, you know, simple, basic facts that prove our side is right? Well, I would start with natural gas as a result of of us finding it and producing it at at the level we have. Has replaced a lot of the coal-fired electricity generation. In fact, we we have lowered our emissions more than any other country in the so-called Paris Agreement, without all of the, you know, extra harassment um, and, and all the extra regulations that these other countries have saddled on themselves. So natural gas has actually done more to reduce CO2 emissions, climate change, if you will, than anything else, anything anyone has ever done in the world. 
So why are we demonizing that, yeah. that resource? That's right? a great point. That's one good thing. Okay. That's one good thing. Good point. Good point. I, I think, too, and for me, in a very kind way, reminding folks that we don't produce anything, including, in a lot of cases, the shirt on your back. Well, even if it's made from cotton, Tom, we have to have gas, oil, diesel, all different things, even farm the cotton that most people wear. But I'm talking even a lot of the polyesters and things that, you know, a lot of folks love wearing in the outdoors, which, by the way, has been one of the best inventions when it comes to making things more comfortable in the outdoors and so on. But, you know, that kayak folks are floating around in. And I can go down the list. The ski rack, they put all that stuff in. I mean, on and on we go, Tom. None of that is produced without, without oil and gas, period. Bingo. And, and the petrochemicals uh, that are derived from them, the, the components are in your phone. That's right. right. I mean, they couldn't be That's tapping right. their protest tweets without it. So, well, and, and uh, if, even if they show up for Thanksgiving dinner in an EV, and as an EV owner myself, I own one just so I could learn all about them, Tom. At the end of the day, that EV uh, it takes way more oil and gas when it's all said and done because of the mining process to get the lithium and all of the other you know precious metals that it takes to actually build the batteries. At the end of the day... Uh, they've used far more than any ICE engine vehicle will ever use. Well, and also, we 80% of the materials uh, are either made, manufactured, processed, or controlled by China. That's right. Why are we going to That's right. independence uh, with, with dependence on China, of all places? Makes no sense. Tom, where can folks go, you know, again, as they head into this Thanksgiving season? You know, where do they find American Energy Alliance? I'm sure you guys have some great things there folks can read about. How do they do that, sir? Yeah, just AmericanEnergyAlliance.org. It's that simple. And then you just sign up. Um, there's a sign-up pop-up, those annoying pop-ups. But then once they get that and sign up, they're going to get a lot of great stuff and, and get a lot, a lot of education. Perfect. That's what we want, folks. Again, we've got to be educated. We've got to do this in the right way, have the right answers. That's, uh, Tom, you, as you know, that's how we win. That's how it works. You bet. All right, sir. Appreciate it very much, Tom. Have a, have a happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Same to you and your family. You bet. Thank you very much. High Five Plumbing is next. And, folks, around the holidays, as we have mentioned here the last couple of weeks, the last thing we want is to have any kind of a plumbing problem. So you know what? Head that off now. Let's make sure we don't have any. And if something does come up during the holidays, give them a call. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with High Five Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Service that ends with a high five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. And I want to tell you about the High Five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he says, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is a number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. And folks, again, as we get to the end of the year, this I do know. Michael is out of appointments for this year to do any kind of estate planning. But you need to get on the schedule for the beginning of 2023. Call Michael today and get that done. Find him at klzradio.com or 720 720- Three nine four six eight eight seven. When your family sits down for Thanksgiving dinner, everyone knows the rules. No politics, no religion, and no arguments. And even though there's no rule against it, 
Bringing up getting an estate plan right then probably isn't a great idea either. On any other day, Michael Bailey will gladly meet you at a location that's convenient for you, helping you plan an estate for you or your family member. While bringing up estate planning at the dinner table will definitely get you in trouble with your family, making an appointment with mobile estate planner Michael Bailey will only get you thanks for doing the uncomfortable but important thing. Don't be the Thanksgiving dinner downer. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation with mobile estate planner Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com slash estate today or call him at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-7274. All right, up next, we have got Save the Storks, and we want to save babies' lives. And for a lot of you that are looking for a tax donation by the end of the year to help you out with your taxes, you can do that with Save the Storks. Just go to savethestorks.com. Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado, preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Right now, when you sign up as a monthly partner with Save the Storks, you'll receive a free t-shirt that you can wear to show your support of our pro-life ministry. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks, and we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Ben Murray joining us now. Uh, Ben, welcome. How are you today, by the way? Hey, John. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Uh, There's been an initiative, Proposition 121, that was spearheaded by Colorado's Independence Institute. Talk about that, if you would. So we we did win on the ballot. So that's the first thing to know. This was an income tax cut. Yep. Our previous rate was 4.55%. And our initiative uh, here, so Independence Institute's president, John Caldera, sponsored the initiative, and they cut the rate to 4.4%. So everybody's income tax went down. Uh, Colorado has a flat income tax, which is great because that means when we lower the rate, it lowers it for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a fair across-the-board tax cut. Voters passed it with a 30-point margin. So the tax cut won with a greater margin than Jared Polis. Um, Amazing. Amazing. Now, not shocking that we lowered that. And the, and the thing that still shocks me about Colorado voters is that we'll vote for this, but then we will vote back in the same politicians that will find other ways to add fees and other things and get around Tabor. Ben, I don't get it. I don't understand the voters. You know, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I, I, think, I think there's a combination of things going on. Um, one of them is this. I think the Democrats did a very good job this year of running away from their record. Mm-hmm. And I think they were persuasive. Mm-hmm. Right. So if mm-hmm. you remember at the start of the 2022 legislative session, 
all of a sudden, all the branding on Senate Democrats and by Jared Polis was, we're all of a sudden, we're the party of saving you money. Right. We're the party of affordability. Right. right. Um, Good and, point. And I, I, hate, I hate to say that I, I, I think they kind of duped the people of Colorado. I suspect they, they kind of they kind I of think worked, you're right. right? No, I, no, no, I agree with you, Ben. 100%. You're, you're spot on. Um, look, these issues matter a lot to Coloradans. Coloradans tend to be... You know, somewhat socially liberal, I think. I think we have to acknowledge and admit yes. that that is the case. Yes. Um, they're not socially conservative, but they want to spend their own money, right? They don't trust politicians under the gold dome to spend their money for them. That's shown in the rejection of, of Proposition CC, which would have repealed Tabor refunds in 2019. It's, it's shown in their adoption of our tax cut in 2020, and it's shown in their adoption of our tax cut this year. When I say there, I mean mm-hmm. the people of Colorado. Um but, you know, Governor Polis has been going around parading as a libertarian saying, oh, I, you know, and he actually supported our tax cut. Um, you know, he said out that he'd be voting for it, which is a great thing. I'm glad he did that. Um, but, you know, if you really dig into their records, the, the record of this Democrat legislature that's been in control since 2019 and, and the bills that Governor Polis has signed, they're not fiscal conservatives. No. Right. And, and, and I think that, that that our movement needs to do a better job of of educating voters about what's really happening under the gold dome. And that's something I'm going to be watching this session. And at the same time, we've got, as you said, voters handily voted for a tax cut while at the same time, not handily, by the way, because it didn't win by, you know, it won by about the same amount as the, as what the Senate race was in Colorado. It was kind of the, the, you know, it was kind of the, the, the division between the two, but we also passed, not because I voted for it, but Proposition FF, which funded school meals. So I, I again, Tom, or Ben, I don't get our voters when we'll, you know, we'll reduce taxes, but at the same time, with certain individuals, we'll raise them to fund school meals. Well, but 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 think about this, right? When voters pass Proposition FF, they're being asked a very specific question about how money should be spent, and they they get to answer that specific question. Voters like to make decisions about their dollars themselves. They do not trust the politicians in the state to make those decisions for them, right? And yet we'll so, vote for so, politicians that will. Well, that, that's right. It, 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 <laughs> that's it, the part that still baffles me, Ben. They, they, yeah, but, you're, but, and you're but, right. But John, Everything John, you just said, you're key. correct. Here's the key. When we do an across-the-board tax cut, right, we're, we're, we're putting less money in the hands of these politicians. We're saying we're going to give you less control over dollars. When we pass Prop FF, which I also voted against, when we pass these measures – that designate how money will be spent specifically, that's the voters choosing themselves how to spend money. So that's consistent with what I said. They don't trust the politicians to choose how to spend the money. Well, and is it also because FF also, the way it read and the way it it implies is that it won't raise the average person's taxes to fund school lunch programs or school meal programs, only those that earn $300,000 or more. So in in, in a way, they're saying, uh, not for me, but for you. Yeah, and, and this is actually a really important point, John. I'm glad you brought it up. I, I, I'm actually working on a, on a lengthier op-ed right now that will hopefully, hopefully be published in completecolorado.com later this week. And what it does is it lists five things to expect, fiscal policy issues, tax policy spending, to expect from the legislature. And one of them is going to be a progressive income tax. Mm-hmm. I think the left in this state is going to really start pushing hard Agreed. for a progressive income tax. And, and the reason is this. Because taper requires voter approval yep. for all tax increases. That's right. Right. So if you want That's to right. increase the tax income tax, you have to increase taxes on everybody because everybody is subject to the same flat income tax in Colorado. But if the left 
can divide our income tax into, say, five different brackets. What they really need is they need to be able to, they need the ability to ask 51% of voters if it's okay that they raise taxes on the other 49%. Mm-hmm. And a progressive income tax would let them do that. Correct. You're right. No, Ben, I think you are, you're 100% on that. I, I don't, uh, in fact, I'm shocked we don't already have that given the state of affairs in Colorado where we are politically and, and who controls the, the, you know, who controls the House, the Senate, and the governorship in Colorado. I'm surprised we don't already have that. Well, the, the, the reason why we don't have it is because they have to convince voters. Mm-hmm. So they actually tried in 2020. Uh, a progressive organization true. tried right. to get true. it on the ballot. Very, very true, yes. Do you, do you know that what actually thwarted that was Independence Institute putting a tax cut on the ballot? So, so they had to try to explain to voters why we should have all this complicated tax code with all these different brackets. And, and we simply came back and we said, you know what? We're going to put a simple across-the-board flat tax cut on the ballot. And, and with ours on the ballot, they ran scared. They, they said, you know, this isn't even worth it. We're not even going to try to put mm, this on the ballot. Good. Right? It, 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 it was good. Independence Institute and citizens speaking up against that that stopped it. But we're going to have to keep fighting that. We battle. are. No, you are. And, you, and, and again, give you guys kudos. We talk about you a lot. I appreciate not only personally, but I know our listeners do as well, all the things that you guys are doing. And for those that maybe are listening for the first time, they've never heard of, which I find hard to believe, but they never heard of the Independence Institute. Talk about that for a minute, Ben, and the other things you guys do and, and how folks can find you. Yeah, so um, like I said, we are uh, the ones who are behind the income tax cut this year on the ballot. We're, we're a nonpartisan, not-for-profit think tank here in Colorado. So we do state-based public policy work, uh, a lot of watchdog stuff. We're watching what the legislature is doing. I'm yep. going to be watching how they're spending your money in, in this upcoming session. Um, we are a pro-freedom, pro-liberty, pro-economic liberty, pro-individual liberty organization. You can go to thinkfreedom.org to find out more about us. In fact, it, it's going to be Colorado Gives Day coming up, so you can yes. go to coloradogives.org, and you can find us, type in Independence Institute, and, and you can contribute to our work. Awesome. And you know what, guys? I, again, I can't think of a better place when it comes to the type of things you guys do. Uh, you're spot on. You do things correctly. We have a lot of you on from time to time. Probably should do that more often, Ben, because really there isn't anything that we hardly ever disagree upon, if anything at all. I mean, I, I'm trying to go back in my my brain here and think of something we've disagreed on in the past, and, and I, I can't think of anything, Ben. You guys are spot on, and and you guys are doing a great work for all of us here in Colorado, which we appreciate very much. Well, thanks, John, and we appreciate what you're doing out there on the radio, getting that message out to, to people about, about what's really going on in their in their state. So. Well, Ben, an open invitation. If you guys have anything at all that comes up, you want to come on air, uh, I know we're trying to get our connection with you guys worked out to where it even makes it easier for you guys to join the station here, but uh, as as needed, let's do that. If anything comes up, I mean, I don't care, Ben, if it's just, hey, John, I need five minutes of your time. I want to talk to you know talk to your listeners about such and such that's coming up. Just let me know, and we'll work that in. I have no problem doing that, Ben. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I'll be, I'll be happy to come right back on and, and fill you in on what's going on. That'd be, that'd be awesome. You, you keep us abreast, and we'll keep everything rolling along on our end as well, and we appreciate, again, what you guys are doing. All right. Hey, thanks, John. Ben, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And, yeah, folks, we, we have got a very, I think, a goofy voting base in Colorado. They'll be very strict when it comes to how money gets spent. And to Ben's point, they want to direct where that money gets spent, while at the same time voting in knuckleheads that will spend it any which way they can. I don't understand our voters here. I really do not. Uh, I call them bipolar. I don't think I'm wrong when I say that. Um, They want to be in control, but yet they'll vote for folks that will take that control away. It it makes no sense to me how they think and why they do what they do. Because if they were smart, they would vote for folks that will keep things fiscally responsible all year long, 
not just when a proposition like 121 comes along that the Independence Institute put out that lower all of our income taxes. So more to come on that. We'll have Ben back on in the future as well, and I'm sure other folks from Independence Institute as well. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air coming up next. And again, as we go through the holiday season, you may be thinking, hey, you know what? I need to do an upgrade on such and such, or I want to make sure that this is working properly, or I want to call them and find out about this whole surge protection system for my home. Find out what they can do for you. It's a simple phone call, 720-526-0231. Everyone is coming home for the holidays. It's the one time of year you get to see most of your family. So don't let your furnace ruin your time together. Get a furnace tune-up from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now and find out what you're really depending on to last you through the season. When you're running your furnace every year without getting it looked at professionally, you can never be sure it will really last you through the winter. Don't risk facing the longest wait times for furnace repair during the busiest time of the year. Make sure your time is spent with family, not chasing down the repairman. For KLZ listeners only, Absolute is offering $59 furnace tune-ups. Ensure the comfort of the holidays with the confidence of Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Schedule your tune-up now. Call 720-526-0231. 720-526-0231. Or visit klzradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Folks, the real estate market in Colorado is still hot in a lot of areas. And if you've got questions on what to do, you're thinking about doing some sort of a transition or a family member is thinking about it, give Catherine and Robin a call today and find out what they can do for you. 720-437-8210. Catherine and Robin can help you take control of your foreclosure. I was at a spot to where I could not get my tenant out and um, I was going to lose my house and everything I worked for was going to walk away with nothing. I had just got a call from one of those people who like will give you cash now. They offered me 10 grand and I could walk away right now. I googled real estate agents who can sell houses fast or something like that and I just called. I hadn't gotten a dime from the tenant or the tenant previous for the whole time they were there and I didn't have any money. I call my angels. It was only possible because of these two and and the kindness of their hearts and I'd recommend them to anyone, to everyone, certainly to everyone I know. What did you end up walking away with? 107. 107,000. Yeah, yeah. So why leave money on the table? Give us a call. Call Catherine Pickering and Robin Lewis Oglesby of K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, some of you are thinking, what do I get that special someone in my life when it comes to Christmas? And we've got an answer for you. Myra Mesco, owner, owner of Botanical Rush. That is a line of skincare products, and there's all sorts of products. It's not just one product. There's all sorts of products that help you stay younger look younger, stay healthier, have your skin be healthier. And these are all medical-grade products that are sold at much reduced prices. And we talked to Myra last week on that because they do enough volume where they don't have to charge what the expensive spas do. So right now, on top of all those great prices, you get another 15% off if you use the code JOHN15 when you check out. These are great medical-grade products for your skin, folks. I highly recommend them. Myra Mesco is the owner. Again, it's botanicalrush.com. What you feed your skin matters. 
Botanical Rush is clean, professional skincare that only uses pure ingredients to restore and protect the skin. Your skin absorbs the products you put on it, so when you're using something every day, you better know what the ingredients are. Botanical Rush professional formulas are not just pure and potent, they are affordable. With regular use, these beautiful botanical formulas support collagen production, skin's precious moisture barrier, and reduce hyperpigmentation. Myra Mesco, the founder of Botanical Rush, holds every ingredient accountable to meet or exceed her high standards. Botanical Rush is non-toxic skincare, free of chemicals, estrogen mimickers, or artificial fragrances that hinder the skin's radiance. Discuss your skincare needs with Myra and set up a consultation at klzradio.com beauty or email info at botanicalrush.com and use the exclusive code JOHN15 for a 15% discount on first-time orders. That's botanicalrush.com code JOHN15. You never considered that being a business owner meant you might not get time with your family. John Rush will assess the issues of your business so you can work to live and not live to work. You originally started it to provide for your family, but now it's become a professional crutch that you must live with. He advises you to accept that your venture has potential for profitability without you in the immediate vicinity. Enjoy the fruits of your labor with your family working with John Rush to make these adjustments so that your business means more time together, not apart. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. That's something else I was going to talk about, but... When I get a press release that shows up, I think, hmm, should I read that really quick and should I do anything to talk about it? Well, this one came across my inbox a moment ago, literally as I was at break. And yes, I do other things besides just sit and listen to the commercials. I file emails and answer questions and do different things. It's just the way my brain is. Sorry. Charlie knows that. I don't just sit here and twiddle my thumbs. I'm usually doing something. But I got this press release from the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights. That should explain what this Leadership Conference is all about, because it's really not about leadership. Well, maybe it is, but just not in the type of leadership you would think. Here's a headline. The Supreme Court is not working for all of us. Matt Wiley, the president, put this out. We are deeply alarmed by recent reports detailing that infiltration of the U.S. Supreme Court in an effort to influence its most extreme members. We must be clear, efforts to coordinate the emboldening of ultra-conservative, anti-civil, and human rights agendas are not only unethical, they are anti-democratic and have no place in our nation. Attempts to rig the court's decisions, roll back our rights, and harm our communities are unacceptable and must be met with immediate action. Now, let's back up for a moment. First of all, I have no idea who this undue infiltration of individuals in the Supreme Court would be. Secondly, last time I checked, all the Supreme Court's job is is to interpret the U.S. Constitution in a factual manner and apply it to the law. It's kind of its simplest terms, that's all it's supposed to do. It is not supposed to put any kind of media slash political bias into a decision, which... By the way, I don't think they're doing right now. It's probably one of the first times in a while that hasn't happened. They literally are looking at the law and interpreting it as such, i.e., 
Roe v. Wade being overturned. They finally looked at that the way that it should have been looked at initially and said, this is not a federal decision. This is a state's rights decision, and let's push it where it's supposed to go. That's not an infiltration and or taking away anybody's rights. Let me continue. The Supreme Court must be more fair, more just, and serve everyone equally. Um, I think they're actually doing a really good job of that currently i.e. Roe v. Wade. That was the correct interpretation of the law, finally. And they did exactly what they should have done. We applaud Senator Sheldon Whitehouse and Representative Hank Johnson, who, by the way, thinks Guam will tip over if you put too many Marines on it. Yes, that's a true statement. I don't have that up and ready to play because this just came in. Otherwise, I would have. Because, yes, Hank went on record as a U.S. representative worrying about and asking a general in the military if we put too many Marines on Guam, wouldn't it tip over? Yes, he did say that, in fact. You can go on YouTube and find it. Just type in Hank Johnson Guam, and you'll find all sorts of different things on YouTube. I've played him here numerous times. He is as dumb as a rock. Anyone that would think an island would tip over by putting too many people on it has no business being in the House of Representatives. But he still is. Anyways, they applaud him for their renewed efforts in the wake of these reports, and we thank Senate Judiciary Committee Chair Dick Durbin, who urged meaningful change to the ethical standards of the court and has said his committee is reviewing these allegations. Uh, Again, folks, these are new allegations, I guess. I have no idea what they're talking about. I have no idea what kind of infiltration they're talking about. This is nothing more than a bunch of left drama whining and complaining because they don't have the Supreme Court justices they like doing their dirty work. That's really what this boils down to. They don't care for the way some of the things have been ruled on. They think it's wrong. These are, by the way, individuals that also think the Constitution should be some living, breathing document that should change with time. No, it shouldn't. It is what it is and should be interpreted as such. That's what keeps a nation sound. You can't be changing it with every wind of the season and think that's good for the nation. It's not. You don't change rulings based upon how people feel or what's going on in culture today or what's changed in our culture today. That's not how this works. That's not how, the, how our Constitution was set up. But these individuals, especially the ones that are sending out this press release, feel the way that I just said it should be that it should change. This goes on. The seriousness of these reports makes clear that Congress must also act to legislate more fairness into our judiciary so that it truly provides equal justice for us all. Folks, again, that's not the way that was set up by our founding fathers. And no, Congress has no authority over the Supreme Court. Nor does the Supreme Court have any authority over Congress. They are separate branches of government. Now, can they have some influence upon one another? Well, I think it's, yeah, they, they will. It's just common that it will. Just like the White House executive branch has its influence. But there are three separate branches. That's the way our founding fathers set thing up. Lawmakers must modernize. See what I said a moment ago about how they want the Constitution to change? 
Lawmakers must modernize and strengthen our federal judiciary by shoring up ethics and transparency reforms, such as extending the code of conduct for United States judges to apply to Supreme Court justices. All potential structural changes to the court should be meaningful, should be meaningfully explored. No, folks. The way it works, the way it's been set up by our founding fathers is the way it needs to stay. Nothing needs to change. Nothing needs modernized. Anytime you hear an organization talk about modernizing anything, judicially speaking, especially when it comes to the Supreme Court, means they want the law to be interpreted the way I said a moment ago. They want the Constitution to change and be pliable, not static. They want a dynamic Constitution, not a static Constitution. Most of you understand the differences in those two words. They want the, they want the Constitution to change. They don't want it to be the same year after year after year, decade after decade. They don't want that at all. These reports also demonstrate why having fair-minded judges matter. No, we don't need fair-minded judges. We need judges that follow the Constitution. Not fair-minded. That has nothing to do with it. There is nothing in the Constitution that talks about it being fair. It talks about us all being equal under the law. That's it. Nothing about it being fair. All right, I've got to take a break. I'll add some more to that if I get time as soon as I come back. American National Insurance is next. Now, one thing that is also not fair, insurance. What one person pays may not be what the other pays. Why? Because one of you may have a lot more claims than the other. That's how insurance works. And insurance companies know that. If you use your insurance every single time you turn around and nickel and dime them, yes, you're going to pay more per month than somebody else will. So it's not fair either, or is it? It's fair to me who doesn't have a lot of claims. Because I pay less. That's how I like it. That's how American National Insurance does it. 303-662-0789. Almost one in six drivers is uninsured in Colorado. That's not something you want to hear going into the colder months. Work with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance and get back what the accident actually cost you with the right policy accounting for the total expense. Your chances of getting into an accident increase substantially when the temperatures drop. Facing snow, ice, slick conditions, and a slew of uninsured drivers, you should be covered in the case that you got into a wreck right now because you never know. Paul Lewinberger makes you financially whole in the worst-case scenario with the proper coverage. Shorter days mean that you're at an increased risk for more of the day. Sufficient coverage is the bare minimum, but the right coverage should make you financially whole again. Call Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance right now at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789 and secure yourself financially today. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, as a recap, too, that announcement is coming on the heels of what Charlie told me was a quote-unquote a uh, supposed leak from Alito back in 2014 regarding the Hobby Lobby case, which, again, this is old, old, old news from 2014. Uh, no mention, by the way, of the leak that just happened this past summer when it comes to Roe v. Wade. So, again, if I get time, we'll talk more about this, but I thought it was interesting to read that all to you because that's what the Leadership Conference of Civil and Human Rights released. So we'll be back. Hour number two is next. Uh, actually, uh, we've got uh, Dr. Carol Lieberman joining us here at the top of the hour. So stay tuned. She'll be right with us here. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.